have you heard? There's this guy on TikTok who goes by Boy What, who uses SpongeBob AI voices, and he writes heavy metal music, and it's oh my amazing. God. Well, if you didn't get rid of the URL thing, I could have shown you a video. Actually, I was going to play it last weekend, but it is a completely like AI scripted like lyrics for every single SpongeBob character, Plankton, Sandy, Squidward, SpongeBob, Patrick, Mr. Krabs, and the song goes so hard. It goes so fucking hard <laughs> for a SpongeBob song. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another Top Dogs episode. We're here for Valentine's Day, where we are going to talk about love, relationship, and commitment. This is episode 79, Valentine's Day, Single Awareness Day. I'm single! I'm Streamark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Streamark at that. I'm Whiplash Wolf. I'm Kit Clausen. And I'm Phoenix Wesky. How do or did you guys feel whenever y'all were single on Valentine's Day? All right. Let me start this one off. Since I am like king single here, I have less than a year of being in a relationship my entire life. He is the self-proclaimed single Pringle. Yes, I am Ooh. the single can of Pringles. My favorite chips. I know everyone is not the same when it comes to what they do on Valentine's Day or how they feel about what they do. But to me, being single on Valentine's Day does not really affect me. Usually what I do is either one, I just work or I just work on my vehicles or I talk with friends like you such. I mean, I mean, even though you're in a relationship, but still talk with your friends who maybe be single, hang out, do something with them. Even if it's IRL or in a, you know, VR chat, somewhere online, play a game with them. It doesn't really affect me that much. I just, I don't see love as an important factor in my life. So it doesn't bother me being single. I've been married for... 10 years now being single was a very very long time ago and while i was single it didn't last very long as soon as i i came out and i was like you know trying to explore and find love and relationship i i stayed pretty constantly into relationship but i remember that being single i didn't pay too much in you know attention to it now i did envy my friends that were into relationships i'm somebody that you know that loves affection i love giving affection i love receiving it so it was kind of a little bit hard i would just keep my mind busy play call of duty or halo back then i don't know it's just like well maybe this year is not my year I'm looking forward to next year. Maybe I'll be lucky this time. And with enough patience, I was actually, I actually find the love of my life. So I've, I haven't been really complaining much about it. So I've been managing well. Valentine's Day is just another day of the year for me. I didn't really change when I was in a relationship and when I wasn't. It's just another day of the year. It's a corporate holiday. I know that's a, not a corporate. What is it? It's a greeting card holiday. That's the word. I mean, corporate that's works a cynical too. way to look at it, but it's... <laughs> A commercial holiday. That's the one I was looking for. It's a holiday that the greeting card companies made up to earn more money, and it works. It's not super special to me. I still have to go to work that day. I still have to do house chores and my regular responsibilities, so it's not that special. I think we can say that business, you know, greeting cards and business cards, you know, company, they, they made up this 
this this holiday for us to celebrate with our partners and stuff but i think that it's really easy to get into a routine when you know you've been with your same partner for a long time so i think it's good that we've actually kind of commercialized at least one day of the year so that we actually put everything all responsibility aside and we actually dedicate ourselves some time for the relationship and its well-being so yeah it is a big marketing thing i agree but at the same time i i truly believe that it's actually a good thing that we take the time to sit down plan a little couple date and make sure that you know we're all in sync and everything's going well together but what if you break up on valentine's day oh that just plain sucks (laughs) (laughs) that was a different meaning for you (laughs) yeah true being single on valentine's day didn't really affect me all that much because at least for me if i'm not in a relationship i take i internalize it a little bit i take it as a self-care day the commercial me day if you if you will um i go out i do something for me i go to a restaurant that i haven't been to in a while i work on a skill that i haven't done and or a fun activity that i haven't done in a while and that kind of helps with my rhythm of things because i'm thinking of myself on that day i think it's a very valid point i think like if you're single valentine's day it is the ultimate perfect me time day for self-care and a little bit getting yourself indulged in some stuff that you really enjoy i think it's a really good idea i never thought about that actually like taking some me time to yourself huh, the only time i actually think of me time is like when i'm actually on my birthday i'm holding back <laughs> your me time <laughs> I do that every day, so it doesn't matter. Every day is Valentine's Day for me, then. <laughs> oh my God. What sort of plans do you have for Valentine's Day whenever you were single? Or just in general, what kind of plans did you normally have for Valentine's Day? When I was married, there was middle of the week or wherever. We'd go out to dinner and just turn our phones off and spend time with each other. It wasn't exactly romantic. We wouldn't buy cards or gifts for each other because we would buy those little things all year round on valentine's day it wasn't oh we need to go out and buy this now it was just a date night for us what about when you were single what did you do when i was single i did nothing that was boring (laughs) simple as that my plans for valentine's day were either one or two things one of course me time we all know that is two was either doing something with my friends personally you know, the other ones who are also single or doing something online playing video games because it takes your mind off the day. You don't really want to think about being single. Just get on Call of Duty, especially back in the day, get on COD Black Ops 2 and just go zombie killing. Oh my god. I was literally going to mention that. That was going to be my answer for Singles Day. I was just go on Call of Duty or Halo and just spend time with my friend and treat myself with a good drink, a good meal, you know, get some ice cream, get some blueberry pies, or I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Like, literally, just do what you oh. said. It literally the same thing. God, I want some I blue milk chocolate ice cream. I remember back then, I would just make myself a drink, a rum and coke or something. Have a somewhat of a decent meal. Usually, I would not make the most, like, fancy me- meal, but what I crave the most. And sometimes, it's literally junk food. So, it doesn't have to be complicated for me to be, you know, enjoyable. And just spending... I remember last time I did this, I think I was actually, like, playing some Halo or Call of Duty. 
I don't remember exactly, but like saying like tonight I'm gaming, I'm spending time for myself, I'm hanging out with my friends, you know, practicing my English a little bit more too. Medium sized pizza, order yourself some ice cream, or possibly go to a store and get some like a pint of bluebell, whatever you like, ice cream, maybe some pie, some of the Edwards pie. I know you, I'm not sure if you have this up in Canada, but Edwards Hershey's pie. Oh my god, that shit's so good. Ooh, but yes, that no, no and then possibly getting yourself you know maybe some tequila maybe some orange juice maybe some God, i can't remember no, the where it is right now well vodka it doesn't matter it's something that gets you destroyed just make yourself a drink or two or three or seven you know and just have fun with the boys before i had moved uh, me and my friends had this little tradition going around uh in valentine's day first we'd go and see a movie uh whatever was popular um, around the time it would be a late night movie so we'd go out like eight or nine o'clock at night and then right after we'd just sit in the car eating some baskin robins looking out in the cars and just having a good time you know what that's not a bad idea there's a baskin robins close to me it's kind of sits on this uh, road i have called scenic highway where it's at it overlooks like um our river that we have and a bridge that has like this for the interstate that goes across it so at nighttime just seeing cars go over it and just listening to like the water is actually kind of nice while eating some ice cream got that valentine's playlist in the background just watching the cars go by it's a perfect night perfect song i hate everything about you you ever heard that song stream hate everything about you uh quickly like that i don't recall i would have to hear it i remember songs by sound not really the titles or the authors the the, the artist is even worse i can't figure this stuff out three days grace Oh, yes. I like Three Days Grace. <laughs> now going into the dating scene, what specific traits do you look for in in a partner whenever you're uh, starting to go through dates? I don't know if you guys see this, but I have a bear flag on my chest. It's something that I wear proudly. I have it on my car. I have it on my work vest. Bears are everything to me. If you guys don't know what the bear pride is, it's basically I love men that have beard, chest hair, and curves. I'm Sadly, not attracted to anything that is very thin, slim, hairless, and very femboyish. So for all the femboys out there that is trying to hit on me, I'm sorry, but you got this all wrong. <laughs> so I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> but I'm really attracted to masculinity. I really like men because they're men. It's just something I found attractive, like the typical lumberjack with the plaid jacket and, you know, the cargo pants with the axe. I think that's kind of cool. Most people are not boring born with like a ripped off body some people are born skinny some are born in between some are a bit more chunky i prefer the more chunky dudes because they're very fun to cuddle with and uh, netflix and chilled has never been so comfortable see you would have enjoyed me four years ago all i can really say Probably. i used to be very Absolutely. very hairy <laughs> and chunky that's how i used to be but it's kind of funny because technically what you like is complete opposite from me i like femininity that is like yes, my <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that so much. I can't really take body hair, even though I used to have it, but I shave myself, so I don't have body hair anymore. No. Oh No. You don't touch that. <laughs> I literally, the chest hair you see on my avatar is somewhat matching to what I am in real life. I try to make sure the pattern somewhat matches, not 100%, of course, but it's something that, I, 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 dude, it's like the 
some of manliness. So if I do stumble across some fanboys, I'll send them your way if you want. <laughs> Any of the uh, bears, I'll send you to uh, Arkadad right here. Come here. <laughs> yeah, just go to him. Just run to him. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Stream and I have had many conversations. I am so much like his husband. It's hilarious. It's Both in our it's, body it's, types it's... and our quirks and mannerisms, we could be related. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's insane. Like, both of them, like, if I look at them at a distance, I'm sure I could get confused if the lights are slightly dim because they have the same body shape. Uh, they're both OCD about eating with the small utensils when they're eating. They hate the big spoon and the big fork, and they love bowls and a, a meal in a single bowl. When you have, like, potatoes, rice, vegetable, and then meat— they don't like that. They like a full meal inside one bowl, like ragu or like I, I don't. I don't have anything yeah. up at the top of my mind, but it's it's hilarious how you two are so alike. <laughs> it's funny, and you both like cooking, and you're both talented and passionate at what you do. It's it's really cool. <laughs> That's how I got this body type. I like cooking, but I don't like wasting food, so somebody has to eat it. When I'm looking for a partner, I want someone that's comfortable in themselves, not necessarily a specific body type. I'm not drawn towards the feminine types. I like men. I want a man that acts like a man. I, I want someone who's confident and comfortable in themselves rather than someone that's awkward and still figuring themselves out and we'll touch on this in a minute more but this past year i've really learned more about the types of people that i'm drawn to it's not as much a body type it's the personality that draws me in it makes sense why you and colton get along so well then colton's very yeah. very very clear of what he likes and what he does colton is just <laughs> it has the i don't care what you think about me attitude i guess while i am also attracted to uh, bears. <laughs> Sorry, you're outnumbered whiplash. And more for me. <laughs> yeah, outnumbered. <laughs> Hell yeah. Curve is sexy. Fat is good. I'm also going to second what Kit says about uh, personality. I'm also attracted to a very um, compassionate personality. Someone who is just kind and respectful. I think that is very attractive to me. Say you found this, this person for you. What would be your first date scenario for this person? The perfect first date. See, here's the thing. It's, it's either goes into, like, um, something that I would enjoy, maybe try to find something that we both enjoy, or do the normal sappy dating thing that has done in every single movie in existence and it has been done since the big beginning of this century to be fair though me i would try to figure out what we both enjoy together so say if they like thai food go to a thai restaurant thai food is delicious if they enjoy going to movie theaters of course go to movie theaters and enjoy maybe netflix and cuddling you know watch movie the house play games just whatever that they like and you like just combine them together have a fun time together that's i feel like is the most important thing you could do on a date or at least a first date or a valentine's date at least enjoy something together that you both like instead of just one side or the other i think for my first date i would like them to take me to a nice restaurant well, not necessarily a nice restaurant a local restaurant 
that's got a, an eclectic menu or something with a relaxed atmosphere, not too stuffy, somewhere I've never been before. So we could spend time just talking, getting to know each other more. And then afterwards, maybe take a walk around a lake after dark. So there's a couple of parks near me. They've got a, uh, a paved sidewalk that run all the way around. Oh, I just smacked my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> the paved sidewalk goes all the way around the lake, though. And there's lampposts that light the way also. That's really relaxing. So there on the first date, I like food and all. It's really cool, but I'm the more of an activity type of guy. So we spent like a day like doing maybe like escape room. I really like those. Playing some laser tag. Going to the spa. To me, the activities are a really good way to get like, you know, the energy, the bonding happening. And then after that, the discussion comes afterwards through having a, like a dinner together. It doesn't have to be fancy or expensive, though it is nice to have like a a decent culinary experience it is very fun having good wine uh as expensive as it is in my area but i think it's it's fun that we kind of mix and match and do a bunch of different things maybe it's an adhd type of thing where i need to get you know get moving and do a bit of activities but i've always enjoyed those and doing some spa time to relax before going to dinner is always like recipe for success with me i think if someone like cars that'd be a priority for me near me there is a historic car museum i've been to one close to you it was in tallahassee okay, it's probably the same one yeah it's very fun to go to i'm gonna agree with stream on this one i i'm an activity buff i love it whenever we go and do some form of activity for me it would be roller skates uh going to a roller skating rink i know that's kind of classic and a little bit and a little sappy too because you know i know how to skate and they might not know how to skate you know i could help them learn how to skate you'd have a fun time with them you'd get to know them in a sort of emotional way and then you have that sort of discussion afterwards getting to know them personally and also getting to know their experience and you form that connection before you start getting to know them. Roller skating for me would definitely, uh, me bust my ass would definitely make my crack bigger than the one it already has. Oh my, oh my god, I hope you don't go on a walk with Jet because I've, I've been doing this lately. Jet is still at a stage where he's pulling a lot. Now he's 82 pounds but he freaking runs and you know i just got fed up of just like holding him back i was like you know what? i'm just gonna try roller skates oh my god he goes so fast for so far <laughs> he pulls so hard he might knock you off your sh off your socks dude it's crazy but it's very fun it gets the the heart pumping i'll tell you that to be fair i would enjoy more like outdoor activities but there's not much to do like around where i live at besides the beach but i don't count the beach to be fair as a floridian people think floridians love the beach I hate the beach with a passion. I'd rather see mountains. Mountains would be much more adventurous to actually go on to. The only thing I have close to, like, a, a park, I guess, is at a nearby university. And that's it. But I can't go in there because the speed humps are like mountains, and my cars will die if I go over it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I'm not that far away from where you're at. So the beach is, the nearest beach is an hour and a half from my house. It's not a very fancy beach. It's more of a marina with a whole bunch of vacation homes there. The next nicest beach is two and a half hours away. So I grew up going to the beach with my friends in high school. Like we would take day trips on the weekend, drive down, spend the day there, and then be back by dark during the summer. It's not special to me anymore. I'm jaded. When you grow up around it, it loses its appeal but I absolutely love going to the mountains. 
same. No, I enjoy driving on the beach, but not like actually getting to the water because salt water sucks. I like so, flying over the mountains. That's sick. What are some of your favorite candies to get after Valentine's Day when everything's still on sale? I swear if anyone says candy hearts, I swear to God, no, it's going to be Hershey's. <laughs> actually, so no. we asked our <laughs> listeners the same question. Orphan Pandora 22 actually said they like the candy conversation hearts. It tastes like chalk. <laughs> they taste like they chalk. Good well, they taste like sweet chalk. I'll tell you that. I think they're cute. I mean, yes, they have a good message, but when it tastes like you're eating a chalkboard, it doesn't taste that well or give a good message. <laughs> they're not that Look, bad. Last time I ate one, either one, it gave me diabetes, or two, it just tasted so bad to me. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> like that. I mean. Zimbos said he likes the Rice Krispie marshmallow treats with the chocolates on top. There you go. That's my person Almost there. just likes all the discount chocolates. All the oversized discount chocolates. Dune the Fox said he likes the chocolate truffles because he likes to make them into hot cocoa. That sounds good. See, that's not a bad idea. I yeah. want Hershey's. I am like a sucker for Hershey's. I used to love Reese's Cups back in the day, but like to me, I don't know why, but the flavor just, the mixture started feeling tasting weird to me. I don't know why. I used to love them. Butterfingers and Hershey's. Mm. I don't eat it as often, but when I do, it is like 17 of them at once. What if there were Tootsie Rolls dipped in chocolate? See, I just like Tootsie Rolls by themselves. Oh, okay. I, I'm making stuff up. I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't know. Like you have like a heart shell and then there's a gooey center. Like I kind of... I don't know. Sounds tasty. So you mean like, so you mean Tootsie Pops? Tootsie Pops? <laughs> yeah, no, these Tootsie are hard Pop. candy. <laughs> Tootsie Pops but are it's hard, a hard candy. Yeah, it's a hard shell on the outside and, you know, soft and gooey on the inside. There's a hard <laughs> shell that you suck on and there's a hard shell you bite on. I'm talking about the one you bite on. I do both. Like Skittles. <laughs> I really like those chocolate covered marshmallows that are usually like heart shaped and stuff like that. I really also like those chalk, those heart messages, conversation messages. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> you say that tastes like chalk. I actually really like them. I think they're delicious. And I, uh, I love the cinnamon hearts. The cinnamon hearts, Wait. I just like heat them like nonstop. None of us know what the heart shaped candies are called. <laughs> They're okay. cinnamon hearts. They they are. That's what they call they cinnamon are hearts. Called cinnamon hearts. Conversation. Conversation hearts. Oh, oh the, yeah. Okay. So there's, hearts. there's okay. conversation hearts and there's the cinnamon hearts. I like both of them. So aside from the the it's the the brand name is Neko. The conversation hearts. I also like the Ghirardelli chocolates. The little square chocolate wafers. They have the caramel on the inside, or sometimes they'll have raspberry. They'll be dark chocolate. Those are good. Or the mint ones. They're all good. Krispy Kreme donuts on 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 Valentine's Day. That's not really candy, but still. Krispy Kreme donuts are good. All year long, you don't need Valentine's Day as an excuse to go grab them. They're right. always delicious. I mean, true, true, but they got heart-shaped donuts. Oh, really? I did not know that. Mine is split between two. The regular, uh, I know it's not technically Valentine's candy, but um, the Reese's Pieces. I love getting those in the little uh, Valentine's mailboxes whenever I was growing up. And then also the dipping sauce. They would give you like this, yeah, fun, fun dip, fun dips, where they give you this little piece of chalk like candy you you dip it in and then 
<laughs> it would have this uh, the sour stuff that you dip it in and then you'd eat it. You guys know that you can get like conversation hearts with custom messages. I should get one that says like Whiplash hates me. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> or one that says, "Can I give you Whiplash?" Ooh, with the car or a belt? I don't know. Uh, belt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, <Dan. laughs> <Ooh>, Kiki. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell to be alerted when new episodes are released. Follow us on our audio platforms. Leave us a rating because that really helps us out a lot. And you can join our Discord and Telegram chat. You know, we have links for all these in our link tree down below. And you can stay up to date on all of our community events. Calling all of a Top Dogs fan. You want some cool stuff or just want to show us your support? You can by subscribing to our server subscription on Discord or Patreon. Become a podcast supporter today to get exclusive raw and uncut footage of your favorite podcast episodes. Join supporter meetups and chat with the podcast team and other podcast supporters. Plus, get access to our brand new After Dogs show, an 18 plus podcast staring the Top Dogs team member with our $2.99 a month subscription. But wait, there's more. Upgrade to the podcast supported plus and get episode voting, supporter feedback, and be part of the live audience for $5.99 a month. Plus, get sneak peeks of upcoming ideas, merchandising, and more. You don't have to join these subscriptions, but it does help us out a lot. And for everyone that has subscribed, thank you so much from the bottom of our heart. I'll give you big personal hugs if I meet you someday. <laughs> Go do all that. Follow us on everything. Go to our Discord. Join it. Telegram as well. Not find your candy heart, and I'm going to smash it with a sledgehammer. Gotta screw them. Screw those hearts. No one likes them. <laughs> so far, what would you say was your most romantic date that you've had so far? When I graduated college with my degree in tech support and network management, my husband took me out to dinner to a fondue restaurant. We dressed up nice. It was a very dimly lit restaurant and we ordered everything on the menu that we wanted. Food, drinks, whatever, it didn't matter. But it was just the two of us there. So it was really nice and romantic. I'm gonna ask you one thing. Get out of my head, dude. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> Listen. Same thing. I can't help same it. Same thing. I can't help it. Look, we already know. I'm just like your husband we're like the same person from different countries i'm losing my shit here <laughs> it's unbelievable to be fair fondue sounds amazing i haven't been to it since oh. i was like 13 really good it's really expensive too it's weird because it's so stupid simple yet but it's so expensive but i gotta say they give they serve premium quality meats the one we went to was absolutely fantastic we did with the oil type of fondue and we had some baguette that we you know you would wipe your meat on top of the baguette to soak up the oil um and we literally just like you we tried everything we felt like trying on the menu we kind of treated ourselves it was a very expensive night with the wine and everything but it was it was perfect it was dimly lit it was kind of had like a wood finish on the wall it was really cozy and cabin like it was perfect i really had a really good memory of that it's it was great <laughs> technically i actually really haven't been on a date before when I say I have, like, less than a year of dating in my life, I legitimately mean it. Because some of it was online, and then, like, two months of it was actually in person. But I never got to do anything, because that two months was in high school. But...
for where to go on a date. I have an Irish pub. I say pub, but it's an Irish restaurant that is close to me. And it's dimly lit and it smells like alcohol, but the food, mm. I want the pork chops smothered on my face when I go to sleep because they taste and smell so good. <laughs> they use a, God, what was it? They use a rum honey rub oh. on the on top of the pork chops. And what they do is on the inside is so tender and moist, but on the outside, the crust is crusty and it's delicious. Also, they have a thing called an Irish wake and it will put you under the table. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. No. <laughs> I want it it's eight do. shots and one drink. Okay, here's the thing. I'm expecting to somewhat <laughs> perform for, you know, the midnight ritual before falling asleep. I don't want to destroy right. myself under a table before reaching that part. The most romantic date I've ever been on is uh, this one This one dude I went on a date with. I went bowling. We went bowling first, and we just... Yes. So, so, sorry, my mind went blank. <laughs> we went to one of my favorite Chinese restaurants. We just ended up sitting there and talking for hours. I think that was the best one I've ever had because I've never actually had that long of a conversation uh, with a love interest of mine so far. Sounds like a good night. It was. How many dates would you consider going on a person before calling yourself uh, dating this person? It's really weird because it's really hard to tell. It's You're going to have to go through your gut feeling. And I... My last experience I had with my husband, I started getting attached way faster than I actually anticipated as a self-defense mechanism for my previous relationship that broke up, asked for me again, broke up, asked for me again, and broke me three times in a row within a year and a half. I was emotionally destroyed. So when I started dating my husband, I was scared to get attached too quickly. And I didn't trust my gut feeling because I was scared of being hurt. And I ended up doing actions that I kind of regretted. Well, we went through that. We, we discussed about it. It's nothing you should guys worry about. But if you have a little voice speaking inside of you saying he's the one or she's the one or they the one, you should go with it. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart when your gut feeling is going, and it will tell you. Because sometimes it can be one date or it can be ten dates. But usually it should be easy. If it's always complicated to hang out with this person, it's hard to have discussion or whatever, things just should just flow by themselves. If it's not happening, then maybe they're not the one, and that's fine. You're going to feel it inside of you. You know, it's love at first sight. Some people don't believe in that. I believe it does because it kind of happened for me. I didn't expect and it just came out of the blue. I didn't know what it was at first, but I just went with it. Things were natural. Things were in smooth and it ended up working out. We've been together for 10 years and married for seven. I think usually by the fourth date, you know if you want to continue dating this person or not. Like if you've only been on one or two dates, you're not exactly committed yet. So you might be dating other people at the same time if you've only been on one or two dates. But if you have a third date, a fourth date, you've kind of narrowed down your 
your your scope and you know who you're going to be continuing to date from then on after about the fourth date at least but it could also take years because from the first time i met my husband until we started officially dating each other it was four years for us we knew each other for four years we were friends for four years (laughs) before we committed to each other remember too though we had a pretty big age gap between us and so that was an obstacle that we had to work around when i i first met my husband he wasn't in a relationship i was in a relationship as well but the moment i saw him i felt a connection with him i didn't know what it was at first because i was in a relationship i was like this guy there's something going on with him after the con ended we went to fernal equinox uh, in toronto we went back to our hometowns which was 10 minutes apart and we kept on hanging out and spending times we were friends for a solid like maybe not four years but a few months and then eventually our relationship didn't work out we kept on spending more time and we actually bonded together and then we had a few official dates but at this point it was starting to be fairly clear um i was still a bit cautious but ended up being the true love and it's just beautiful it's amazing it just happens on its its own and you know it's kind of weird because you don't find love my experience is that love will find you but if you stay at home and don't do anything love will never reach you you need to put yourself out there you need to go to bars go to activities hang out with friends go to parties and then you're putting your odds a lot more into in your favor for love to find you that's what i found out later on that's why i gave up from all those dating sites is i was just fed up with it and then just love stumbled upon me all of my relationships have either been bad or ended badly so my trust in actually trying to actually date someone has been crushed to a point that my trust in actually trying to date someone is so small that it's really inconceivable actually seeing it so that's why i've been single for a long time because everything has been kind of horrible for me in a relationship but Another thing is seeing someone in a relationship, if it actually continued being like a good, like dating wise person, I would probably say between four or five, because after four or five days, you actually see that person for who they are. You may bond over something that you both may enjoy as well. But another thing too, that a lot of people do these days, and not just furries, but people do a lot of online dating. Sure, you can online date if you want to. It's not a bad thing. But the main thing about this is what you may feel online for someone may not be how you feel for them if you see them in person because connections can change online sure connection is great meeting in their life it may separate from that you may not feel the same thing you may feel for them online talking to people online is different from meeting them in person that's why if you do date i would recommend actually trying to find someone who's local to you because it's gonna be a better idea of actually getting to know that person what they like who they are as a person and not just meeting them as their online persona persona doesn't matter who they are it's important to actually get to know who you like and who you may love physically and not as a mentally like mental online image of someone i want to add to that because like like you said finding somebody locally it it, i don't really believe in long distance relationship i've been into them the craving of seeing each other is so strong and it kind of makes me lose my focus on my everyday task now if you guys out there are able to make long distance relationship work kudos for you amazing i personally couldn't do it and it's very difficult thing so having somebody local is really good and you know some people 
thing like, oh, you should wait a certain amount of time before moving in each other. My husband started living with me after a month we started dating and it felt natural and it was just right. It felt right. Also, I kind of did not want him to sleep with his ex at the same place. So I wanted him to stay over because it was way more fun. Attraction is a thing. And then who the person is mentally is another thing. In a romantic relationship, there's always two aspects. There's the social aspect, me interacting with you. And there's the romantic slash, you know, thing happens in the bedroom. Both needs to be fulfilled. So... You know, it's you shouldn't judge somebody based on look, but it helps if you find the person attractive and they have an amazing personality. You make sure that these two requirements are being fulfilled. Now, personally, I've been with my husband for 10 years and I still find him handsome and sexy as hell. And it's fun to hang out with him. So keep that in mind. That is the two hard things about you trying to find together is mental attractiveness and physical attractiveness. Now, one can be less than the other, but trying to find them both together is a hard, like, like a hard person to find technically because physically attractive, found quite a few people. Mentally attractive, holy shit. That's a whole different thing. That's just, it's, it's way Yeah, it's an entire ball game. <laughs> You've got to you've got to be able to grow with your partner also. Typically for me, I see myself um, calling myself dating this person after the third or fourth, just because that gives us enough time to uh, get to know each other completely. Well, not really completely, but enough to where you're like, I want to keep dating this person or I want to continue this rather than just like, "Mm, I'm not really sure just yet being too early or too late. Taking into the account of actually, you know, getting to know the person and both, you know, physically and mentally, I feel like having the fourth or the fifth date would be sort of the solid preset for this have you ever received a a gift on a date or from your partner and if so what was the most meaningful one that you've received so far so my best friend came over at some point and he invited us to go to a shooting range and just shoot do shooting he had a brand new shotgun and stuff and we went we decided to go plinking and shooting targets at a distance and we ended up my husband and i having a lot more fun than i anticipated and it was quite memorable moment i have a wall inside my living room with where I have memory picture frames. It's like a picture frame that has a bunch of different photos. And one of them is when him and I, we went shooting. It was really awesome. We had a really good time. We had a beer. We had drinks afterwards after coming back home safe. And he actually got a custom commission made of both of our personas, like kind of doing shootings and doing having a good stuff. I think that was really cute and adorable. That was probably eight years ago. Uh, we don't really offer gifts to each other, but Another thing he gave me recently, he gave me an eternal rose that was the gay flag color. And I have a little picture of him when he was as a kid, too. That is super cute and adorable. And I have it on my computer desk to remind him me of the love and the passion that we have going for each other. And it, it keeps us going, even though sometimes we do argue and have tough times. I look at the rose and I, it reminds me of the dedication we have for each other. And it's, it's fantastic. It's a daily reminder. Years ago, we went up into North Georgia, into the mountains. It's this very small town and it's surrounded by apple orchards, but it, it's got one of those like old school feels to their downtown area. Like you park 
park at one end and the whole historic shopping area is walking only like you can't drive downtown you just walk around and we went into one shop and there was a sign and we both looked at it and we just kind of laughed about it and the sign is still hanging above my tv right now it says an old bear and his little honey live here (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so cute i can't answer this one Oh, true. I feel bad. One of my uh, exes, he and I did this one on Valentine's Day where we shared our favorite color. We had a $20 limit, and we each came back with a goodie bag of each other's favorite color. We had to fill the goodie bag with just random treats and stuff that the other person liked, but it had to be that color, so you had to be a little creative with it. My favorite color is red, so he got me a full uh, just goodie bag full of just red treats and i loved him for that what was the least the least romantic date you've ever been on why don't you start kid yes (laughs) i can okay (laughs) (laughs) i had a really rough day at work this day and it was valentine's day in the middle of the week and i got home and i was just not in a great mood we went to waffle house (laughs) we had our valentine's date at Waffle House and it was so cheesy and corny because we get there and they've got these plastic roses on the tables. It was so far from romantic, but it was nice though. <laughs> I've tried a few times to organize Valentine's Day event and I've failed a few times and I think the most boring one I did is I just ordered sushi and we just sat in front of the TV, watched a movie and ate sushi. That was like the most boring thing I've ever done. I thought it was gonna be right because i had no energy to go out i was just too tired so we just ordered some fancy sushi and ate it with a bottle of wine i think i don't remember if i actually forgot about i think i forgot about the wine as well so that didn't help my case at all yeah that i was not proud of that one my husband was slightly upset which is understandable one of the worst dates that um that i've ever been on he actually invited me over to his place and i thought he was gonna cook but he um he ordered mcdonald's off of doordash and I respect that, you know, sometimes people are on a budget, and I, I understand that, but he forgot to order for me as well. He thought that oh, no. I was ordering for myself, so whenever I was sitting there on his couch right next to him, we were having a conversation, and he gets his order, he opens this up, and he's like, did you not get anything? And I was like, I thought we were ordering together. That's kind of oh how this goes. No. Bad enough if McDonald's uh, is double yeah. bad enough if he didn't order anything for you. It's safe to say that was the first and only date that I had with this man. That was your first God, date? That was so bad. <laughs> that was a first oh. date. That was a first date. Bro, Waffle House has been a better option. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, it would have been a better option, of course. <laughs> he wanted the nuggets. Bro, I can't tell you how much I hate McDonald's with a passion. I used to work there in high school. I would never go back there. I got to say, McDonald's in Canada is way better than the United States from personal experience. There is a difference. Oh, because our food felt is... like plastic okay. when I ate in the United States. Ugh, disgusting. I think that's it for tonight. So I hope you guys had a fantastic time. I hope you learned a little bit uh, about this episode it was definitely quite interesting so we will see you guys next week on the next episode on that note have a happy valentine's day and if you haven't found love yet it will come up just 
Put yourself out there. Have a fantastic night. Have a good day. And be well. Take care of you of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy Valentine's. Bye-bye.